Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, trending up. Wall Street breaking records. The cost of food and gas dropping. What it all means for our 401ks and our wallets in 2024. Then... Oscar buzz. The nominations are out. We're going to break down the big categories, snubs and surprises. Plus, SNL star Marcelo Hernandez joining us in Studio 1A for the first time, looking back at his first season and sharing the stage with some huge stars. And dinner is served. We're putting a seafood spin on a classic Italian dish. Today, Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. Thanks for being with us. Craig had to leave a little early on assignment, but Chanel and Dylan is back from the big trip to Florida. I decided to come back. Do you want to start with a little birthday? Yes, today's my dad's birthday. 79 years old. Happy birthday, Dad. Also, my niece's birthday, Rose. They share the same birthday. So, um, he's not up yet. He records the show and watches later. There you go. Um, Happy birthday when you you watch. When you watch, yes. Happy birthday, Dad. Um, I did just have the most amazing time, though, in Orlando. So what was it, for those of us who are not in the golf ecosystem? So the LPGA, okay. it's, this is the kickoff to their season. And in order, like, the, this part part of this tournament well, is... You in slow motion. I know, man. It's so... <laughs> I didn't know they awesome. took all... I didn't know they took all these. That's awesome. Um, like, wow, this looks really I, that's cool. That's what we were trying to tell you the other yeah, day. <laughs> I didn't see all this stuff. Um, so it's one LPH, LPGA pro with two... Um, I guess, quote unquote, celebrities, yeah. the fact that I'm like worked in with this whole group. But it's it's just an incredible tournament, um, you know, and it really introduces more of these women mm-hmm. to so many people because it airs on TV. There's so sure. many fans that come out to see all these other professional players. And then you get to see. Well, I like that shot. LPGA that's the show. That, that's that pro shot. Right? It is the pro so show, right? I know you, when you said when you were leaving, uh, your goal was not to finish last. Yes. And I did not finish last. Yay! All right. How'd you do? I came in second to last. Yay! All right. Only because the person who finished in last withdrew and didn't play one of the days. Whatever. Oh, so it was an asterisk. <laughs> but whatever. I did the best. The, the I won't get into all the scoring, but the best I've ever done at this tournament was 11 points. And on the last day, I got 12 points. There you so go. All right. I beat my best. Well, we are glad you are back. You're happy, happy to be back. It's well, a really fun tournament. With yeah. We like that. All right. <laughs> now, we've got a lot to talk about this yeah. hour, starting with our wallets. If you haven't checked your 4 OK. <laughs> 401k in a while, it's actually safe to look again. Okay. Uh, Wall Street hitting record highs yesterday. That's not the only sign that the economy is on the mend. We've got NBC senior business correspondent Christine Romans here. She's actually smiling a lot today. I know, right? <laughs> She's not the bearer of bad news. She's good. got good news. And now it all sounds great, but the, one of the things that makes us feel better is when we either go to the gas station right. or the grocery store. So how's that look? In a bunch of states, gas is below $3 a gallon. And I think that really helps the sentiment of the, you know, of the American consumer. And we've been seeing the 
these consumer sentiment numbers really improve. That's the national average 308. You can see a year ago was much higher than this. And a lot of states, again, are below uh, $3 a gallon. So that really helps. And then you look at food prices. That had been a real problem for a year when you went to the grocery store. Egg prices today are lower than they were a year ago. Again, and that that drove us crazy. Right. Well, last year was a real problem. There was avian flu and you had things really spike there. So here and there, you're starting to see some improvements. And overall, the economy is still robust. They're calling it a Goldilocks economy. Not Mm. too hot, not too cold, just right. And people are starting to finally feel a little better about their wallets here. Mm -hmm. When it comes to mortgage rates, though, I still feel like they are so high. I know I go adjustable in a couple years, but, you know, still I have such a good rate now and it's not really great right now. Yeah. So I would say the economy is resilient and normalizing almost everywhere except in the housing market. Uh And that's because the Fed was raising those interest rates to try to tamp down on inflation. So you're absolutely right. You still have mortgage rates that are are higher than we'd like to see, Mm -hmm. but they could drift lower this year. And that would mean more money in your pocket if you refinance your mortgage or you uh, buy a new home. You know, home sales are the slowest last year since 1995. Mm. Oh, wow. Think of that. So a lot of people are just sitting in their mortgage right now Mm -hmm. with their 3 or 4% mortgage and they're, they're not buying or selling. So maybe that'll loosen up. But that is still a place I would say there's still a deep freeze in the American housing market uh, as we head into 2024. What about consumer sentiment? Right now, Christine. Mm. It's better. You know, last year we talked about the vibe session and I called it the sourpuss economy. I would say the economy looks good and people would just give me the just mm. the stink face. <laughs> yeah. But but um, the people are starting to feel a little better when you saw December and January consumer sentiment numbers. That spike in two months, wow. that's the fastest improvement of how people feel since 1991. Wow. So something has dislodged in the, you know, last year mm-hmm. everyone was talking about recession, 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 all that persistent mm-hmm. negativity. Mm-hmm. I think took a toll in those sentiment numbers and people are turning into a new year and saying, wait a minute, wages are growing faster than inflation. And that's important. That's been happening for a few months now. That means your wallet, your paycheck is growing faster than your grocery bill and your gas bill. I like that. And over time, that'll make people feel better. You know, I always look for the you know, the other shoes, of course, right? Exactly. So, so we'll see. But gas prices stay low. People are starting to feel okay. like the economy is working for them. Yeah. All right. Well, so okay. if you see Christine on the street, don't give her the stink eye. Don't yeah. give me the stink right. eye. Thanks, Christine. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you. it. All right. Well, now from the economy to some important health news in the fight against cervical cancer. After decades of declining numbers, a new report from the American Cancer Society finds cases are increasing for women in their 30s, and 40. So we have NBC News medical contributor Dr. Natalie Azar here to help us understand what that means. Good morning to you. Guys, nice to see you. So why the sudden uptick and slightly older women now? Two topics for the the discussion this morning. One is going to be about HPV Mm -hmm. and the other one is going to be about cervical cancer screening. Mm -hmm. So HPV, um, a virus that is uh, the most common cause of STIs in this country is responsible for greater than 90% of cervical cancers. In 2006 was when Gardasil was first approved. That's the cancer vac. That's the HPV cancer uh, vaccine or HPV vaccine. That generation and the the women in their 20s and, and men as well are really the first generation to benefit from that. So it's working. So it's working. And women in their 30s and 40s kind of missed the boat on that vaccine. In terms of cancer screening, according to the CDC, greater than 50% of women who were diagnosed with cervical cancer either had not been screened recently or ever or in the last five years. So again, HPV and screening is what we really want to concentrate on this morning. So with the HPV vaccine, who should be getting this? So um, you can start as young as the age of nine. Um, for boys and for girls. Around 11 to 12 is is kind of ideal. 
also ideally before they become sexually active, but also after. Again, it's so common. So once you become sexually active, it's, it's very likely that you may, very well might be infected with HPV. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to develop mm-hmm. cancer. Um, but it is approved through the age of 45. So if you're above, usually we think of 9 to 26, but if you're above the age of 26 and you're potentially at risk, for example, some of my patients in rheumatology who are on immunosuppressive medicines, it's now a recommendation to actually get them vaccinated. If you're 9 and 14, it's two shots. Older than 14, it's a three-shot series. Three shots for, and that's it? Not for life, but for life. All for life. Yeah. As far as we know. Okay. Right? All right. And what about for, for, for males? Also important. We, we, we link HPV vaccine because it's so important in preventing cervical cancer, mm-hmm. but HPV is responsible for over 70% of oral and throat cancers, really? and it's also responsible for other cancers, anal cancers and things like that. So men absolutely are at risk and absolutely can be vaccinated as well. Well, for women, we talk so much about mammograms yes. and getting screened. What yes. about for cervical cancer? So I feel like uh, many years ago when the recommendation changed where you didn't need a pap smear every year, the people sort of said, oh, I don't need to yeah. go to my GYN anymore. Not true. Here are the recommendations for cervical cancer screening for women. You start at age 21. Between the ages of 21 and 29, you're getting a pap smear every three years. After that age, until about the age of 65, you have choices. You can either continue with a pap smear every three years. You can do an HPV test every five years, or you can do something called a co-test, which is an HPV and a pap every five years. Both the HPV and the pap use cervical cells. It's the same procedure, but they test for different different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is obviously done outpatient in the GYN mm-hmm. office. And I, I just feel like after I've stopped having kids, it's like, oh, you I got You just still say, have to go. Yeah. To still important. Yeah. Still important. Okay. Um, real quick, yes. blood test for Alzheimer's. Okay. The holy grail. How can All we right. diagnose, especially preclinical before people develop symptoms? This is a blood test that's been developed by a particular group that showed um, that it was able to detect with about 80% accuracy via a blood test, what we call biological Alzheimer's disease. What does that mean? It's a blood test for something called tau. It's another protein in addition to amyloid, right, that we know can cause or is partly responsible for causing Alzheimer's disease. Why is this test so important? Well, right now, to get diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, you either go very expensive PET scans, um, you know, testing of your spinal fluid. It's invasive. It's costly. This is a blood test that you could theoretically do in the doctor's office. Right now, it's not commercially available, but stay tuned. I have a feeling that this is going to be something that we might be able to see important. Even if you test positive, doesn't mean you're going to develop. Mm -hmm. And if you test negative, it doesn't mean that you may not have another type of dementia. But I love this idea that we're we're moving away from these expensive research only to something that you can actually do in a point of care situation always would be followed up, of course, with more confirmatory Mm -hmm. testing, but great as a screening tool for this debilitating disease. Mm -hmm. Breakthroughs today. No, very, very good. Dr. Azar, as always, thank you. Thank you. All right, coming up next, we are weighing in on some old debates like, is it bad to crack our knuckles? And what is the best sleeping position? And then later, a first look at a Broadway show that tells a moving story in a very special way. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. 
It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back now to talk about some of those common aches and pains that we all get. And we are going to separate fact from fiction. So here to help is chiropractor Alessandra Colon, founder and CEO of Miss Chiropractic Wellness and Spa in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. She is also the star of TLC's hit show, Crack Addicts. <laughs> she tackles some of the most Ouch. extreme and debilitating physical conditions. <laughs> Alessandra, I love watching this because it's like that release oh. when you know you get that crack. But before we get to our first fact versus myth, what do you want people to know about chiropractic care? I think that chiropractic is safe, it's gentle, it's effective. The entire purpose of chiropractic is really to reduce inflammation of the spine by promoting mobility, taking that pressure off the nervous system mm-hmm. so that you can function as your optimal self. Okay, and you get a good sound to go along yeah. with it. Okay, so let's start. Fact versus myth. Right. Sleeping on your back is the best sleeping position. I mm. I would say fact. No. I think it's a myth. No. I'm just more comfortable when I myth. sleep on my back. This what? is a myth, it's guys. A myth. Now, while sleep on your back is totally okay, it's great. It's more advantageous to actually sleep on your side. It can reduce things like sleep apnea, heartburn, but I'll kind of show you guys. Okay. It's even better to sleep on your side. Take one pillow. You'll notice right here there's a curvature. It's that mm-hmm. nice support. You're going to put it right at the base of your neck and then take another pillow right between your legs okay. for the best spinal alignment. Hmm. It's a lot of pillows going on. Yeah. But. <laughs> I thought ladies like all the pillows. <laughs> yeah, I got like 10 of them. Yes. Okay. Oh, you have, is this my turn yes. now? It's funny, though, because I, I my shoulder hurts when I sleep on the side. But anyway. Okay, we'll talk about that. another one. All right, I let's do this that. one. Fact or myth. Cracking your knuckles does not cause arthritis. Now, I remember when I was in middle school, I heard that was true. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say fact. I think myth. I think uh does not cause arthritis. That's a fact. You were right. It is a fact. It is a right. question. So actually, a recent Harvard study showed there's absolutely zero correlation between arthritic changes and cracking your is knuckles. Is it bad to crack your knuckles? No, that noise you're hearing is really just an exchange of gases and fluid between the joints. Okay. It's really but satisfying. It is, it, is. it is. Trust me, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. Obviously, I love the cracking. <laughs> um, but ideally, what you want to do, because it can lead to decreased grip strength, oh. if you're feeling like you need to stretch those knuckles out, just take this finger, stretch them out back into extension, and see okay. if that helps. Just I also, I shouldn't say if I'm going to say it, do a little gentle pull. That's really? All. Just yeah. a little, little gentle. Not a, not a, uh, uh. All right, so here's our next one, back <laughs> versus myth, guys. Here we go. Wearing flat shoes is best for alleviating back and foot pain. I have no idea. Flat I shoes. I feel like that would be a fact. No? This is a myth. Now, really? 
guys, I clearly uh, don't I mean, all of us. Listen, okay? <laughs> um, now, it's a myth. Now, while wearing five-inch heels is definitely not the best thing to do, neither is flats. Really? It's actually best to wear one-inch heel or a supportive shoe altogether. But okay. you need to support it also with a good foot insole. Okay. Now, you could probably get like a good foot insole from a local store here. It's more affordable. Okay. But a custom orthotic is genuinely where it's at. Why? Because it has three arches that make up the plantar vault. This is how you alleviate both lower back and foot pain. So you get the piece and then you put it in all your shoes? People don't realize it. There's one here on the lateral, the medial, and the inside scoop here, right? So keeping nice and balanced in that gate. Are you taking them out and putting them in all your shoes or do you have to do it? Or is it one specific well, I'm shoes? Well, I'm a weirdo. I have them in all my shoes. Really? <laughs> yes. And by the way, what they'll do is you need to take the actual insole that's in your shoe and, and put it in. It? Don't put it on top. Oh. You can't double down. All right, Al's turn. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, next, yoga balls as chairs burn more calories and improve your posture. Uh, I'm going to go fat. I'm going to say fat. Gosh, I love these guys. Um, this is actually a myth. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, so during the, the pandemic, the sales of yoga balls went up by 67%. Uh-huh. The idea was that it took more exertion of your body yeah. to be upright and stable. Okay. However, people generally just slumped as much in a chair or not. Right. And I'm going to demonstrate guys in heels, okay. by okay. the way. So if you're going to sit on a yoga ball or a chair, right. woo, it's it was the thing there for a while. But are, they, are they worth while. Well, just shift your side back to back to decrease low back stiffness. Uh-huh. But if you're going to sit, it doesn't right. matter if it's a yoga ball or if it's a chair, okay. Okay. make sure to adhere to the rules of 90 degrees, right? Okay, okay guys, I'm not going to fall sure. today. Okay. No. <laughs> you got gotcha. your shoulders, you have your elbows, your hands. Pull the mouse nice and tight. None of this junk here, right? You want your hips, you want your knees, and those feet. Now, I'm a shorty. So if your feet don't hit the ground, that's totally fine. Put a stool, some books, Equalize and neutralize the playing field. Okay. okay. And now this last one, I've got, I've got a, uh, I've got a standing treadmill desk, so I'm, I'm walking. <laughs> but so our standing, you know, the factor myth: standing desks are not better for your health. I'm gonna say I, fact. I think it depends. I'm gonna say myth. I'm gonna say myth too. It's a fact. fact? Why? Wow. This is a fact, but it's technically a trick question. I love that you have a walking one. Why? Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because prolonged sitting is not good for your neck or your back. Right. But neither is prolonged standing. Right. This is why it's a trick question. Why? Because it promotes varicose veins and stiffness in the lower back. So best to have a sit-to-stand desk or a treadmill in your case, right? So you promote movement and circulation throughout the day. Yeah, I'm always moving. I love that. It only goes to two miles an hour. But uh, Wait, what (laughs) promotes varicose veins? Prolonged standing. 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 Look at that. All right. Thank you. That was yeah. good. First show, Crack Addict, is streaming now on Max and Discovery Plus. Clearly, we have a lot of learning to do. I do. Yeah. Not a yes. slam dunk. All right, just ahead, a first look at a Broadway show with a groundbreaking cast telling a very important story. And then later, we're breaking down this year's Oscar nominations, which films are up for Best Picture, the acting frontrunners, and more. And the third hour of today comes back in just 60 seconds. The City Music Series on today is proudly presented to you by City. We are back with a first look at a new Broadway musical featuring a groundbreaking cast. It's called How to Dance in Ohio. And NBC's Joe Fryer sat down with some of the stars. Good morning. Hey there, good morning. So this is a show about seven young adults with autism played by seven young actors with autism. All of them are making their Broadway debuts in a musical that's based on a real-life story. Welcome! The show begins with a personal message from its seven stars. There is this saying, if you've met one autistic person, you have met one autistic person. You are now meeting 
seven autistic people. The perfect prologue to a musical unlike anything Broadway has ever seen. We sat down with three of those stars, Amelia Fay, Connor Tag. I look interested. This is your view. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good view. Pretty great. And Liam Pierce. It doesn't like spit facts about autism at you. It's not like a lecture. It's really just like bringing the audience into our world. The musical How to Dance in Ohio is based on an award-winning documentary of the same name. The film follows a group that meets at a counseling center in Columbus, Ohio. These autistic young adults just like use this as a social group to build skills to navigate the world. And eventually decide. And eventually decide that uh, we're going to throw a dance. While parts of the story have been dramatized, the lyrics capture feelings and anxieties that are very real. We have so many people telling us this is the first time I see myself being represented on stage and they are so happy and so so emotional. I don't know why you're thanking me because I want to thank you for telling me, for, for supporting the show. When I was in the audience, I could feel that love. You can feel that, right? Yeah. They certainly felt it on opening night. When the actors took their bows, they were joined by the people they play. The fact that you're making your Broadway debut in this show, playing an autistic character, what does that mean to you? It means so much. There hasn't been a lot of representation of autism in the past. This is changing that. This is a wake-up call. If you had seen a show like this when you were younger, what would that have meant to you? I would be like, I feel seen. I feel heard. They hope this musical is just the beginning, inspiring even more stories about autism and more shows starring autistic performers. I just want people to come here with an open mind and an open heart to like take it all in and leave questioning what you have ever thought about autism and want to learn more. Here's the thing. They've thought of everything. This is a sensory-friendly show. The theater offers sensory kits along with headphones that provide an audio feed of the show at a lower volume. The show's Broadway run is going to come to an end next month, February 11th, so there is still time to catch it at the Belasco Theater yeah. in Manhattan. Mm. You've seen it. Yeah, I saw it. Deborah and I took Nick, and it's just, it is triumphant. And you come out of that theater feeling so good. I hope it lives on in some form, yes. whether a tour or something like that. Exactly. He loved it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going. It's great. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we're coming up from Broadway to Hollywood. Inside this year's Oscar nominations, the early favorites, the biggest snubs and surprises, we're going to break it all down. And SNL star Marcelo Hernandez is up early with us. Sorry about that. We'll catch up with him about the big show this weekend and how he just made his sister's celebrity dream come true. We'll be right back. Okay, the race is officially on for Hollywood's biggest night. The nominations for the 96th Annual Academy Awards were just announced about an hour ago. And as always, there's plenty of excitement, some snubs and surprises to break down. Nobody better than Dave Carger, the host of Turner Classic Movies and the author of a brand new terrific coffee table book out today titled... 50 Oscar nights to help us break it down. Hey, Dave. Good Great morning. to see all of you. Congratulations, Congratulations on the book. Thank you that so much. That is so much. terrific. Okay. Dust has settled. You are now, you've been able to digest this. Yeah. Who saw the most love? What film saw the most Oppenheimer love? Oppenheimer was the big winner. 13 nominations overall, including three of the cast members, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., and the director, Christopher Nolan, who is 
a big fan favorite and I think stands to win his first Oscar. He did movies like Inception, sure. The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. but he's just such a great filmmaker. I think this is the movie to, to beat. Mm-hmm. I think it's the movie that's going to win. But I love this list of 10 Best Picture nominees. It's a mm-hmm. great list. You've got Barbenheimer in there, which right. everybody <laughs> saw. But then you also have some movies that are kind of having a late surge, like American Fiction with Sterling K. Brown oh, and Jeffrey oh, Wright, yeah. both Terrific. nominated. And then two foreign language films oh. that are both highly recommended by me. One, The Zone of Interest, takes place during the Holocaust. And my favorite movie of the year, Anatomy of a Fall, mm-hmm. which is a riveting courtroom drama that did very well with a mm-hmm. lot of nominations. What mm-hmm. movies do you recommend from that list that we see before Oscar night? Well, I love Maestro mm-hmm. with Bradley Cooper oh. and Carrie Mulligan. That's on Netflix now for yeah. everyone to see. And I would really encourage people to go to a theater to see Anatomy of a Fall. Don't be put off by the foreign languages. It's in English, French, and German. Mm-hmm. It is riveting, guys. I love that. All right, let's take a look at the acting categories. There were a couple of big surprises in uh, Best Actor and Best Actress. Yeah, because there was just so much competition that yeah. somebody was going to be left out. Yeah. And the two people that everyone's talking about who were not nominated today were Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. the star of Killers of the Flower Moon. Even though the movie did very well with 10 nominations, he was not nominated. Uh, instead, this list of five, it's powerhouse yeah. people here. Yeah. Bradley yeah. Cooper and Killian Murphy and Coleman Domingo. And he's having Ronnie a year. Jeffrey Coleman Wright. Domingo. Oh, he is. He's great in The Color Purple. He's nominated for Rustin. But there was just no space. And Paul Giamatti for a holdovers. Yeah, he's such a great performance in that film. And then in Best Actress, I think a lot of people are surprised that Margot Robbie was not nominated for Barbie. She was such a force behind that film. The movie did well and was nominated for a lot of Oscars, but she was not nominated. And the director, Greta Gerwig, was not nominated. Yeah, she so was nominated for the screenplay, but not for the director. Who is the nominated? I'm looking well, the in the here. Best Director categories, Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese in mm-hmm. his 10th nomination, Jonathan Glazer for this Holocaust set film I was talking about called The Zone of Interest, along with Yorgos Lanthimos for uh, Poor Things, and Justine Trier, who's a European director for the film I was telling you about, Anatomy of a Fall. Okay. What but best? three of the 10 Best Picture nominees were directed by women. Oh, which all right. First. Wow. wow, that's amazing. Okay, let's talk Best Actor. So for Best Actor or, or I, I, Best I, I, Actor? I, I'm sorry, I, I meant to say, what, what are the tightest categories? Best have? Actor is the one acting race I think is still a race. I think it's between Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers and Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Okay. The other acting race is pretty sewn up. I think Emma Stone's going to win her second Oscar for Poor Things. I think David Joy Randolph, who is so great yes. in The Holdovers, is probably going to win in that category. Where can we see that? There's so many movies that I'm I missing. Know, I bet they're going to put that back in well, it's now. But it is streaming right now. Oh, it is? is? I saw, yeah, well, okay. Okay, well, there you go. Okay. And then I and I do think that Robert Downey Jr. is going to win his first Oscar finally oh, wow. for Oppenheimer. Uh, can we talk about your book? We sure. mentioned in the beginning. What a great concept. Yes. I know you you talked to 50 different people about their Oscar day. Yeah, it was so much fun. And to hear people's stories of reminiscing and what they feel about their Oscars, Elton John who I know Al and I both love. He said that he was thrilled to win his first Oscar for The Lion King, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? But he thought Circle of Life, which was also nominated, should have actually won instead. But now he's an EGOT. He beat himself. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) He beat himself. And then there's Halle Berry was so emotional talking about her history making mm-hmm. win. I actually got to spend the whole award season with her. I watched her film that movie in Louisiana. Wow. Sally Field had a great story about partying with Cary Grant <laughs> and Audrey yeah. Hepburn after the Oscars. And I asked everyone in the book where they keep their Oscar today. Mm-hmm. And my favorite answer, I think, was probably Emma Thompson. She keeps her two Oscars in her bathroom <laughs> so that people who are visiting her can go have can a little break it. Wait, and then they're shocked funny. when they see them in the bathroom. <laughs> I guess it's resistant to humidity. Oh, that's great. Yeah, exactly. That was great. Well, Dave, thanks for breaking it down for us. Congratulations on the new book. Thank you so much, guys. Can't wait to see you again. All right. New book, 50 Oscars, uh, Oscar Nights, is out 
right now. All right. Coming up, SNL star Marcelo Hernandez is live here in Studio 1A to look back at his breakout moments from his first season. And then later, a delicious mashup of two classic recipes, perfect for a cold winter night. We're going to show you how to do it when we come right back. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Oh, really quickly. Yes. Uh, Holdovers streaming exclusively on Peacock. I know what I'm doing later today. So there you go. All right. This morning, we are catching up with a hilarious comedian who millions of people watch every week on Saturday Night Live. In his inaugural season, Marcelo Hernandez wrote sketches for celebrity host Pedro Pascal and uh, Ana de Armas and music star Bad Bunny. Well, now Marcelo is back for season 49, and this is his first time actually in Studio 1A. Yay! Yes, so welcome. yes, thank you so Hi. much for having me. These hours a little different, I think, than what you're used to. Very different. Feels yeah. like school or a flight. Or a flight, yes. Yeah. But I'm sure your mom's watching. My mom is She's definitely up watching. at 4 a.m. every morning, right? She's up at What's 4 a.m. What's your mom's name? Uh, Isabel. 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 Hey, hi. My mom's name was Isabel. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. I like it. There's a video you posted with her dancing around Christmas time. I mean, how close are you with your mom? What does she take think of all of this? Um, no, uh, uh-huh. I'm very, very close to my mom. I grew up kind of, uh, my dad, my parents got divorced when I was really young. And then uh, my stepdad did a lot of traveling. So me and my mom were kind of always together. And um, we like to dance. Now Now that I'm a bit older, we like to drink wine together. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, oh, look uh, at this. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Oh, wow. Good dance. You have to learn to dance in a Latin family. If you, yes. If you don't, you have to find a new family. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of family, I just read, you know, you know, we had a, uh, you had a special guest in the audience on Saturday's show, your sister. My sister. She probably, you know, when your family come, they want to meet the stars. Your sister wanted to meet Jacob Elordi, I think. Yeah, very badly. And, you, <laughs> and, and you made that happen? Um, I did. Yeah. She told me like, you know, as soon as they announced it, like, <laughs> I don't ask you for anything, Marcelo. I'm coming to Jacob Elordi. Um, so I was able to introduce her to Jacob and to Rachel McAdams and to Renee Rapp oh, that's and to awesome, a bunch of people. So she, um, I'm definitely good right now yeah. with, with my your sister. sister. But yeah. that's nice when you're able to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Family. Yeah. Now, I, I know your mom is watching right now, but how does she feel about Pedro Pascal playing your mom twice? Not once, but twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she's has a great sense of humor, thank God. And, um, you know, she loves Pedro. She's a big, like, TV watcher, so she knows about all these people. And <laughs> oh, um, my God. she's on. <laughs> yeah, that's not what my mom looks like at all. But. <laughs> Um, the attitude was there. Pedro did such a good job. And it was actually, you know, his idea 
coming into the show to do a sketch where he's my mom and I bring a girl home and he has this attitude. <laughs> so I have to, I'm very grateful for Pedro for I love it. <laughs> helping me out there. I love it. Uh, somebody else who was on the show back in October, uh, Bad Bunny. But now yes. you're actually in a music video with Bad Bunny. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Ben- Benito. Shout out to Benito. Yeah. Um, he's just so cool and so creative and he takes everything so serious. And I remember, like, when he was on the show, I was having many conversations with him, like, and for this part, I need you to say this. And because I had to make him say a bunch of stuff in English, like, sneaky link. And, <laughs> you know, uh, he had to say side cheek. And, uh, you know, so when I went to his video shoot, I was like, I'm yours, dude. Oh, whatever yeah, you want right. to do. Whatever Tell you me. need me to do. I love and, that. I love um, that. It was really cool. He wrote that whole video. It was his idea. And uh, the guy that produces his videos stills is actually a kid from Miami as well. So he oh, recommended wow. I come on and it worked out. Gracias, Benito. I love that. So before you came on during the commercial break, I was just asking him what it's like um, to audition for SNL. I mean, it's iconic at this point. Wow. So now your first year um, is in the books. What did it feel like? What was the ride for you? Um, it's uh, insane, I think. Every day you kind of like, you can't believe you're there. Especially for me, I, I grew up in Miami, obviously. And um, I, when I came to New York early on, I was selling tickets on the street in no Greenwich way. Village. Wow. So I started off as a barker. Shout out to all my barkers out there in Greenwich <laughs> Village. Um, so I definitely never expected something like this. I just kind of wanted to be a stand-up and um, tour eventually. Yeah. So this is a crazy experience. And uh, I'm just trying to get better at the show. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. a sport. So it's working. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I noticed you've got the friendship bracelet. So oh, yeah, they give these to me. I didn't want you to leave without a team. Oh. One for you, one for Isabel. Isabel! <laughs> yes, thank you. These are so funny. I love it. I get it. these after the show. Well, this one says Petite Prince. <laughs> <laughs> this one says uh, Poppy and no one knows why because I did Wait, the, that, is hilarious. that bit about Big Poppy Ortiz. Wait, I'm here for it. Thank That's you very much. Congratulations you on everything. Thank you very much. Yeah. You guys are, this is so crazy. And, uh, <laughs> My mom can watch. Yes. Isabel. 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 Isa, we love you, Mama. Don't miss Marcelo on Saturday Night Live this weekend with host Dakota Johnson and musical guest Justin Timberlake. That's a fun show. Tune in Saturday night at 1130 Eastern, 830 Pacific on NBC and Peacock. Maybe you can dance with Justin. I I would. Oh, good. single ladies. (laughs) Thanks so much, Marcelo. Thank you, guys. Hey, coming up next, let's warm up the oven for a cozy winter meal combining two classic recipes. Stuffed shells like you You've never had them before. Third hour today. I'll be right back. Let's eat, shall we? This morning on our Today Table series, we have a creative twist on two classic dishes. Chef and content creator Will Coleman is showing us how to combine shrimp scampi and stuffed shells. Yes, you can ma'am. scan the QR code to get all of the ingredients that we need. Good morning to you, Will. Good morning. Hey, really? Good morning. Uh, I'm excited to be cooking a winter cozy meal today. Winter uh, cozy. We're here for yes. it. All right, how do we start? So I grew up loving stuffed shells. This is my take on it. And it starts off with a ricotta filling with a few extra cheesy elements. We have some okay. Asiago, okay. some mozzarella. Asiago is like uh, familiar to Parmesan, but it's a bit more creamier. Okay. okay. So if you have Parmesan on hand, use that if you want. Okay. The egg is just to bind things together so it's not too loose. Mm -hmm. And then some parsley as well to add that color, flavor. And my favorite, garlic. Oh, garlic. Yeah. I love it. I like they use it on a microplane, so it's nice. It's, you don't have chunks of garlic. Yes, yeah. you can use the microplane to grate it right into the bowl, no knife involved, mm-hmm. and a better flavor in the garlic as well. This is right. good, because yeah. last time I made kale and I chopped the garlic in, like in my fingers. For five all days. Time. You know what I That's mean? Right. <laughs> you know what you do? Get rid of that what? smell. Run uh, cold water uh, on a knife 
uh, you know, a stainless steel knife just on the flat side. And, and that'll get rub, rid of that smell? Rub your hands wow. off really? smell. Or just use a microplane. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. This way you can get what that dead that? skin. Yeah. Okay. So I added some oh, lemon juice lemon in, juice. lemon okay. juice for that brightness in it. It's wintertime, but I still need some brightness in my life. Yes. Got some heavy king grunt in as well. Oh, okay. this is going to be good. So mix this together. So and that's, you your, have your, that's your filling. filling. That's your okay. Filling. That's okay. okay. Now, so that's that's like the classic sh- uh, stuffed shell vibe, right. but sure. we're doing shrimp scampi too, right? Okay. So shrimp scampi usually has some shallots in there, like a mouder take the red onion. Okay. Some garlic too. More garlic. I'm here so for your pumpkin. Right? Yes. Yes. Right. Smoky paprika. Oh, color and flavor. Uh-huh. And of course, lots of butter, butter baby. Ooh, Do you have nice. to devein the shrimp? Peeled and devein. But you know what you, the trick is? What? When you buy at the grocery store, ask them to do it for you. Oh, So okay. it's all done. Okay. And they're more so than happy to help you out. What is your take on leaving the shells on? So many restaurants I go to leave that little tail little on thing on the end. Oh. You know, I'm a practical eater. Like, things really easy. I don't have time taking off shells. Yeah. Yes, exactly. uh, Especially if it's in a stuffed shell. Yes, right. a stuffed oh. shell. No like, shell in the shell. Okay. That's the best part of cooking at home. You can do whatever you want to do. There you that's go. Right? Well, there's that. And then you got breadcrumbs? Breadcrumbs. Panko? Panko? Yes, sir. Okay. But okay. that crunchy element okay. to it. And when it gets baked with that butter, it's going to be buttery and golden brown. Everything you need, right? Okay. Right. Are you ba- what are you, how are you cooking that? So this is already mixed together, okay. and then the best part about this recipe is all, all baked in one pan, oh, all together. Okay. So you have that ricotta okay. filling, that shrimp, and then right here. So are these pre-cooked? Shell- you cook your shells pre-cooked first. Pre-cooked shells okay. that I cooked in salted water and a little bit of olive oil to keep them from separating from mm-hmm. each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I have a little bag right here, piping bag, mm-hmm. Ziploc bag, a spoon, just to fill up those shells, okay. just like that, with that ricotta filling, keep right. things easier. And then, as you ask, the shrimp goes right on top, oh. and it gets so put uncooked. Just put it right there, yes. and it cooks all together. Yes, all together. The cheese is going to get bubbly, golden mm-hmm. brown. Mm-hmm. You can even add a little bit of extra garlic butter on top if you wanted to. Could you uh, add tomato sauce if you wanted, Will? Yes, that would mm. be really nice, actually. This is delicious. You know, the shrimp scampi vibe has like the olive oil and lemon mm-hmm. juice usually, but mm-hmm. you know, marinara sauce could be good, vodka sauce could be good. Uh, mm-hmm. Do whatever works for you, whatever's in that pantry, right? This is delicious. The I'm- brightness of the lemon in here yeah. is. Yeah. It just pops it. You forget you in uh, wintertime, right? Uh huh. So, how long do you bake it? You bake it for about 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to overcook that shrimp, That's right? That's the thing. That's why I wonder. Because the, the, the filling is already cooked, and the shrimp takes about 10 minutes to cook. So, okay. really easy. Mm-hmm. Perfect for a weeknight meal if you don't feel like, feel like cooking. Yep. It's a great option. Or keep it in the freezer, too, for those days where you want to just pop it in the oven. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, okay. I, I, I also have to say, well, uh, we've never had a, a chef come in who had two different outfits from uh, yes. 8 o'clock yeah. to, to the Today's show gives Chef Will Coleman two hours. You come prepared, ah, right? I'm here for it. Thank you, Last time I saw this many costume changes, I think Cher was out there. <laughs> I love this. I love this. You, you know can, she's my cousin, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can buy all of the ingredients for this recipe by scanning the QR code or head to today.com slash todaytable. We'll be right back. This is so yummy. Make sure you wake up with us tomorrow on the third hour of today. We'll have hip-hop legend Rev Run join us live. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, comedian Kevin James with a look at his new stand-up special. You know, I still watch King of Queens. I do. Still. It's so funny. funny. I relate to it even more now. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. See See you tomorrow. tomorrow. Bye-bye. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.